0: Hey guys, this is Squid. I just wanted to let you know that Yidam Fwigs is now on Patreon. With your paid Patreon account, you can listen to episodes a week in advance and get exclusive access to bonus content. Visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Yidam podcast. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Y-D-M-F-W-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Anyway, on with the show! This is the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squid. This is episode number 62. 62. 62. Dos. 62. 62. 62. Six, six to midnight? <laughs> minus 10. Minus 10. Six to midnight minus 10. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. The math checks out. <sighs> <clears throat> This is another special Squids movie review. Squids? Yeah. My review? It's my movie review? No, it's just Squids because we're, you know, my friends are John squids. But I'm Squid. Yeah, So when you said Squid, it's like my name, but with Okay, Yidem Fwigs movie it. review. Like, <laughs> is this just my movie review? I wasn't sure it was supposed to be. It's like, I thought we agreed it would be both of us. Yeah, because it would be weird if you just reviewed it yourself. And I just kind of like stood here and pondered. (laughs) He was kind of indubitably. hmm, by Jolly Seth. That is correct. Yeah, so we saw instead of The Shape of Water, like how I had wanted to watch, apparently Sid is freaked out by fish and does not want to watch Shape of Water. It's not that I'm freaked out by fish. It's that I don't like that texture and whenever fish Visuals are gambled. I tend to not want to watch it. Comprende? It's like I was watching that aquarium show with mom, right? Tanked. I think it's called. I mean, where they build aquariums. Yeah, where it's just it's a reality television show. You follow two guys who build giant aquariums in Vegas. She was watching it because it was on like discovery or animal planet it was on something and it's one of the educational shows so every between each break it's like which one of these fish has the largest tail when you measure from groin to snout or some stupid ass shit like that I'm a gonna, b I c want to start D. measuring fish from groin to snout <laughs> just say, hey, then they give you like a like multiple choice and they come back from commercial you know it's all that national geographic shit that might be the channel it's on national geographic i would put it past it but I was fine with watching it. And then they did this thing with, like, live coral because all coral and, like, aquariums are plastic and painted. So they did, like, live coral, like a, a live coral reef for one of them. And it moved. Like, I didn't know coral moves. Coral's alive. Yeah. I didn't know it did that. Like, if you put it on one part of the tank, it will move to the other end of the tank. Like, it's a, like, it's an, oh, I couldn't. Oh, man, it still makes me itchy. <laughs> oh, God. I, I stopped watching them immediately because okay. I couldn't. Oh, it just, my tryptophobia acts up, and I just, oh, I can't. It's, oh, God, it's disgusting. It's the grossest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life, and I liked that show. So, I just can't. It would be like if somebody, like, legit had um, uh, arachnophobia, to the point where they couldn't watch anything with spiders on it. No matter how sick the movie? Exactly. So then they go to Harry Potter thinking it's going to be a great movie. Giant fucking spider. Now they can't watch it because they can't trust Harry Potter anymore. Because they scared the shit out of them. You know? So, I, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of that texture in the movie. But just the fact that it's a fish movie and I have to get prepared for underwater visuals. And shit like that might creep up on me. Uh, I have to psych myself into it. It's like going to see a horror movie or something. I just have to... Okay, I'm yeah, in the mood. I can take I have... it now. I have to psych myself up for horror movies, too. Yeah. <laughs> horror. Not horror. <laughs> horror. Them horror. horror movies. Horror. Okay, I'm just... Just, just when I'm... Okay. have to be in the mood. Yeah. For horror movies. For horror movies, yeah. <laughs> All those horror movies. <laughs> it's really getting in that mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's i understand that it's freaked you out forever and i remember i made you cry with that one picture but um i seriously feel like this feeling is such an internet trope like there's so many people on the internet that just say the exact same thing i feel like it's on the same level as being gluten-free you don't think it's real (laughs) You chased me with a picture of it. I can't and believe I that freaked you're out to a point of it. Where I cried. I, I know. And threw a tantrum. I know that it's very real for you. But what I'm saying is It's because it's not real for you, it's not a real thing. No, I feel like it's over exaggerated in our culture in general. Like how the fear of clowns are. I'm scared of clowns. I know. For some reason you're a giant internet trope. <laughs> Are you calling me basic? <laughs> I, I will smack a bitch <laughs> if me basic. I will smack you like that one kid got smacked real early in the Greatest Showman. If any of us here is a Becky, it's you. So do not go there. I do have the good hair, but I would never do that to Beyonce. Do not go there. I would not. I would not go against my queen. You are not allowed to call me basic. <laughs> I didn't. I called you internet basic. <laughs> Called me. He basically called me. <laughs> ah, damn, it was like the lowest internet package. <laughs> you, got com- you, got, you got the combo. I'm basic. You got the combo. I'm the cheap. I'm the cheap cable plus internet combo because it's basic. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Thank you so much for <laughs> for your compliments. Really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Thanks yeah. for that sunshine and rainbows over here you know you can't choose what you're afraid of yeah but I feel like yours just kind of go with what a lot of people choose to be afraid of you know you're saying I'm not saying that you you in particular are choosing it but there are a lot of people who I feel like exaggerate about fear of clowns who exaggerate about this weird to whatever thing because people are like oh yeah that's so unique and weird I'm gonna do it you know I'm not saying you did, but I'm saying as a culture, people fake to be afraid of what you're afraid of, which is weird. Maybe you're just really it's trendy not. on the phobia side. <laughs> <laughs> you got them trendy I got phobias. them trendy phobia. Yeah. I, you're saying I should be flattered that so many people are faking my phobias. Yeah. That's, that's what but I think. I think it's fun. <sighs> it's not i know it's all these wannabe drama queens trying to be the real drama queen and nobody dulls my sparkle Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. it takes commitment to be this dramatic (laughs) to be this extra (laughs) you can't be basic and extra jack you gotta pick one i see the most extra i'm the most extra basic (laughs) like the mortiest morty Thanks. Oh, sunshine and rainbows. Anyway, so what we decided to review was The Greatest (laughs) Showman. Because I didn't want to watch the fish movie. Yes, you didn't want to watch the fish movie, even though the fish movie, you know, Shape of Water, is literally the movie that won Best Picture that has all the acclaim and it has all the controversy that we could really pick apart. Instead, we saw this piece of shit. It was pretty bad. It was... The only good thing was that I got to watch you, Jackman, sing. Honestly. Yeah. The thing is, is that the songs were good. Like, ish. Kind of basic. (laughs) You know? Kind of stereotypical. It's just the... the, It's It's just just the internet basic cable package. (laughs) It's just the internet basic cable package. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a mean insult. (laughs) I need to put that on (laughs) the t-shirt. T-shirt idea. T-shirt. You're just the basic internet package, aren't you? <laughs> oh man, it's just okay. What I'm trying to say is that there's such a juxtaposition between the contemporary music and even wardrobe. Sometimes is too contemporary. Because I, I had yeah. I had issue trying to pinpoint what time period this exactly was. Yeah, because they weren't they weren't. Um, they did not choose honestly, uh, and I feel like they they thought in their head that it worked, that they were fine with it. That oh yeah, uh, it's it's obvious it's dated because it's Barnum, but because Barnum was so ahead of his time, yeah, and a- entertainment surpasses. Um, uh, time periods That it's it's universal Yeah, no, that that really good entertainment transcends Yeah, so trends, I can understand yeah. how, Where they were thinking with that, mm-hmm. that They could go really modern But instead it just ended up really jarring Yeah, it confused me I kept I kept asking you that the whole time So wait, is this Because we, we were able to narrow it down As things kept happening <laughs> We were able to narrow it down To where it had to be Like Well, because it was Queen Victoria Yes So it's like 1850 Yes but they were in New York. Yes. And they had like 1920s style um, men's suits, which was freaking me out. Because sometimes with women clothes, you just like the women clothes and you don't really know where to place it. But it felt very 1920s-esque or maybe 1910 New York, you know? Yeah, because it was almost flappers. Yeah. It almost felt Great Gatsby, but not quite yet. A little little older. Yeah, it's a, it would be like the period that inspires Gatsby. That's yeah, what it feels like, which makes complete sense mm-hmm. because Gatsby did occur right before the Great Depression. It was in the eight, in 1920. Exactly, but it was just I couldn't find the right time period. But you looked it up, right? Yeah, it was um it was in the 1850s. Like this is crazy. Yeah, because I I was trying to I was saying like it has to be late 1800s. I'm guessing. And the reason why we were trying to pin or why I was trying to pinpoint the time was because they're talking about social issues of that moment. Yes. Like between a white man and a black chick. Yeah. And, or Zendaya. Yeah. I'm not sure she counts. She's one of us. <laughs> well, she's super light skinned. Yeah. Not like her brother. Her brother was dark. He was dark. Yeah. But like but maybe they should have gone to somebody darker just to like it, that's what it feels like. It felt like it tried to ha- ha- like eat it, have its cake and eat it, too. You know, and it couldn't. It ha- you had to pick one. Yeah, like were you gonna do the gritty or are you gonna do the weird like bubblegum poppy? Yeah. It because was... you you couldn't have Broadway Hugh Jackman and then pop Zac Efron. Yeah, cuz it kind of felt yeah, it felt like you you took an idea and made it PG-13. Yes. But also by try but trying to say it wasn't PG-13. Yeah. But giving you PG-13. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was even thinking, shouldn't they have acted a little strange with her because she's hardly wearing any clothes too? Yeah, probably. Yeah, cause she was wearing that. Cause she was a trapeze artist. Yeah, yeah. But she, I mean, I understand that that's part of the thing, but it's also very strange to see a woman without full-on clothes. Yeah, and that there should have been chaperones at that time. Yeah. Like, yeah, and th- like the like the movie opens with Hugh Jackman being like super tiny. And being um, his father's um, assistant and his father's a seamstress for men. What's a seamstress for men? Taylor. Oh. His father's a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean what our, you mean what our grandfather does? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So So his father's a tailor and he goes to like this rich dude's house. And I guess he's his personal trailer because the guy Ta- he's knows. He's personal tailor. That's what I said. You called him his personal trailer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he probably got personal trainer. Andrews <laughs> my... not his personal trainer either. <laughs> It's his personal tailor. Yeah, okay. So it's his personal tailor. (laughs) And because the the young Hugh Jackman knows the chick too well. Yes. Right? And at first the the father's all like smacking this dude across the face because he was, don't you dare look at my daughter, which I totally understand because she's an aristocrat. You know? And he's literally (laughs) that dude's kid. The kid, the dude that you're trying not to pay attention to while they're, Putting on a suit. Yeah. Like, that's a hard life to have her struggle with. And that's not the reason why you make money. No. Not in that time. Not for your children to struggle. And it's like... I totally understand why she'd need a chaperone. Because that boy was dangerous. Yes. He was super dangerous. Super hustler. Yeah. Crazy hustler. Because after his dad dies, he lives as an orphan on the street. He's straight up Aladdin's. Yeah, he does. He's straight up Aladdin's. You ran around, he grabbed a loaf of bread I'm pretty sure I've seen in cartoon form. Mm Mm-hmm. Gotta steal the eat. And since we probably haven't said this yet, The Greatest Showman is about P.T. Barnum. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sorry. But, uh, okay. we, 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 we just kind of got jumped right into uh-huh. there without even saying like the overview of what it the movie was, is. It was such a weird experience. It was because yeah. it wasn't deciding what it wanted to be. It was like trying. It was trying too many things at once. Yeah, and it couldn't. It was trying to do what Moulin Rouge did. Yeah, but Moulin Rouge was able to do that because it, it was for it. adults. Yeah, like this feels like it was made like. Made for TV movie or something, and the CGI was horrifying. Yeah, it was really, really bad. So noticeable. Yeah, it was kind of like if they even use like for the background a piece of paper, you yeah. know, and and just shuffled the screens. I just it, uh, I just, I thought that uh, <sighs> all the money went to Hugh Jackman. I, I think sure. all the all the money went to casting and probably music and song. Yeah, did it, is this one of the ones that Lin Manuel, no, helped with? No, I don't think so. Just Alan Menken. Is it a Disney movie? It's not a Disney movie, but, but it's got that weird quality to it. Yeah, it just if I think that if they had played everything a bit more adult and a bit more gritty, it would have been an amazing movie. Yeah, instead of the kind of basic message of like accept yourself and embrace your uniqueness you. and yeah, and we really didn't see like any actual consequences for shit that that they were doing. We only saw the threat of of consequence besides everything burning down. Yeah, I mean yeah, it, it it had it didn't feel like that there were stakes, but there were stakes. Yeah, but they were acting like they well, weren't shucks. stakes. We got through that. Yeah, uh, uh, jolly gee Willikers, Batman. <laughs> they burned down our our theater. Oh goodness gracious me. Uh huh. What are we gonna do? Oh no, I'm a penniless orphan. Thanks to my silver tongue, I was able to trick my way into a ten thousand dollar bank loan. Cha-ching for real like honestly they should have even punched in because they when they start the movie they start pt barnum young and basically how he met his wife Mm -hmm. his future wife more like stole the aristocrat daughter yeah by keeping in touch with her for years even while we don't know how he afforded pen and paper and postage yeah and they tried to show us that he would like slip it because he was straight up dirty on the street same clothes i think his dad died in yeah like this this he was these were the clothes his dad literally died he stayed in those clothes and then all of a sudden he's T jackman mm-hmm. because hustler yeah don't don't hate the play i hate the game yeah and it's like they, they had all the threat of struggle but never showed the struggle yeah instead it's just like not nah, instant gratification. The, dirt, the dirtier he is the more struggle he's been through yeah uh, oh, okay. Well, this he'll is he'll still a piece of the bread, but no one will cut his hand off for it. Right. right. Uh, this is a scene where he overcomes his obstacles because we don't want to show the obstacles. So let's just spray more dirt on him, so people think that he just more got more dirt and you sing. Yeah, kids sing. Sing about sing. what you just did, which is really strange because all the songs once you get into the song, it's good and poppy and fun uh-huh. and produced really well but the lead into the song is really awkward like it doesn't yeah, feel it, like it calls for song you know it you know what it reminds me of oh my god I actually I, I adore this movie but it reminds me of that feeling I got the first time I saw Sweeney Todd oh where it's just kind of they just start talking and then all of a sudden they the background music comes like, in like I don't want to sound like uncultured swine but I didn't know Sweeney Todd was a musical no. I didn't. I thought it was a, like I knew it was a theater piece. Did not know it was a musical. I thought I was going to see something like Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Yeah. So, Sweeney Todd with Johnny Depp in it. I'm like, "Okay, cool. Let's watch this. It's a play remake." And all of a sudden, Johnny Depp starts fucking singing out of nowhere. And I just I I remember, I, I leaned over and I was like, "Is is this a musical?" And you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, okay. And I just, "Here it is." But I mean, this one was advertised obviously as, as a musical, musical. and yet it still didn't lead right. No, it, it, but the the that exact same sensation when all of a sudden there was just singing, you're like, what? Oh, what what's happening? But you kind of shrink in on <laughs> yeah, yourself like, a bit, like. And then once they get into it, you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty. Mm-hmm. But, but like so that, that verse, has pink hair. That <laughs> has pink hair. Oh my nice. god. But it, the the ins were kind of like. Yeah. yeah, especially we even we even debated. There was a scene when they're still kids, and he's he's being the straight up hustler, straight up hustler, talking dreams, sparkles, and big lights. Yeah, and, magic and that's and so fucking dangerous to do that to, to a, a girl. young girl. Because oh my god, she's from so a good vulnerable. family, yeah. like she's she's super vulnerable. He could have been after her money. I mean, I, honestly, he was just a kid who had a crush on a girl. Yeah, but, but he if he was after her money, it would have been like she was. Kind of lucky that he wasn't going to swindle her. That he and he was legit interested. Exactly, because if he wa oh my god. Because honestly, that kind of hustle on a kid is a heartbreaker. Yeah, it's not. It, it's not what girls want. Mm-mm. We we don't need you to hustle. Yeah, she, the, that's why you give your daughter chaperones. Yes, <laughs> like that, that man. That, that immediately we saw danger, why. and yeah. I completely felt bad for the parents. But then he smacked that kid super hard. Like, don't you fucking like make my daughter laugh? How dare you? Well, it's because they're trying to set up, you know, noble uh, thief with a heart of gold, Hugh Jackman. Yeah Which then you even said You had a problem with Because, because Hugh Jackman's Too pure, too pure. Yeah he's like, I'm not, And I'm not even saying That it's Hugh Jackman's fault Because Wolverine Is not pure at all That's the nitty gritty But he's like Still got that goodness You know Yeah He's a heart of gold He's exactly. the hooker With a heart of gold Exactly But he wasn't a hooker With a heart of gold In this movie He was Hugh Jackman The sparkly The the Hugh Jackman on Broadway You know He was the, that 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 He was the showman He was Like it's, it's different It was was too pure i told especially since his character has a kind of sliminess to him because of how he fast he oh i haven't even seen her perform but your reputation precedes you it's like all the 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 used car salesman yeah because uh, it's all trying to flip shit so it's just if you haven't legit seen her talent why are you interested? Because he wants to make more money. Because mm-hmm. he wants to make himself famous. And he's only going off of the opinion of other people. hmm and, and that's insane. insane. Yeah. It's, it's a very weird thing to have. It's like they mention it, but I never believe it. It's like an offhand comment. Because even towards the end of the movie, where the chick's like, so even if it was true, even if you did just want to make a quick buck, and 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 become famous for all the wrong reasons we have a family now and we're going to stick together cuz this is our home oh you mean when the the bearded lady was talking yeah when when she was doing that whole spiel at the end i'm like when was his character ever in question like that's yeah. That's the thing is that no one really calls him out on it, except at for all. The, the the reviewer. But that guy got like three lines at the end of the movie, other than the occasional snarl from. The, and even from then, the seat. reviewer ended up liking him in the end. Yeah, like so, I'm not quite sure if Hugh Jackman really learned a lesson at all, and except just is, don't put your all your shit underneath one one vagina. <laughs> don't put all your shit in one vagina. That's true. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, I think uh, I I said I thought that somebody like Robert Downey Jr. could have pulled it off. Yeah, where he's got that sliminess to him, that he could. But flip. he's a heart of gold. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, he needs to be more broken in general. Yeah, a little more desperate. Yeah. Because that's why he did Jean Valjean so well, because Jean Valjean went to to jail forever for stealing bread. Mm. So, he's a broken man, not a slimy man. Yeah. And Barnum came off slimy in this movie, and I don't know if they were just subtly trying to say that, <laughs> be like circuses are slimy, <laughs> circuses are gross and slimy, and you shouldn't go to them. But look at this cool movie and how much we accept them, because <laughs> uh, this is me. Yeah, it's, trademark. <laughs> on, honestly, it does kind of feel like that a little, <laughs> little bit. Yeah, very, very much uh, poo-pooing on on. People who are different By saying like No we accept them Mm-hmm. Huh uh, Yeah we're very very hypocritical h- Yeah insert song of them Accepting the fact that They'll never be like Everybody else here Yeah You know let, let, But let's continue Telling yeah, the story Yeah all that bullshit Right let, let's conti- c- continue Telling the story of P.T. Barnum And have all this Interesting shit over here That will yeah, throw in Every now and, so and then Yeah cause there's so much His story Is interesting Yeah But I mean But it's more interesting Because of the cast around him mm-hmm. Like we didn't get to know I didn't even know the bearded lady's name. Yeah, I don't really remember her name either. I don't really remember. Because they're any all of the acts. they because they're all cardboard. They're not they're all stereotypes. We didn't get anybody fleshed out. And we barely got Zendaya fleshed. Barely. We got her we got her fleshed because of whatever was left over from Zach Efron's fleshing. Yeah. But what I'm saying is then that, that was barely and she's one of the stars of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So everybody's super plastic and I feel like even Barnum is kind of plastic. They do try try and give him layers. And we see that with how much he adores the performance of the redhead. Yeah, the sparkle. Yeah, you can see him like a moth to a flame. But even but that's then, all in Hugh Jackman though. Yes. It's all because Hugh Jackman. He, is Hugh Jackman. Because he's Hugh Jackman and yeah. can do n- no wrong. Yeah. Honestly, he didn't do wrong. That everyone around him failed. That's it. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't feel that it was a failure of casting. Uh. Mm, uh. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But but, it, but so they were this, cast for, for it, this. It's, it's a story. job. They got Yeah. For the, they. If, but if you got the part, you got to do what you got to do. You know. Yeah. I think- if anything, they should have tweaked Barnum. Cause they don't have to stick with, I mean, it's, the Barnum it's, that's in the screenplay. If it doesn't yeah. feel right with Hugh Jackman, yeah, you, you know. need a you need a be flexible. fix that. Yeah, if you're gonna make make him a sweetheart, then like even if Barnum was a slimy person in real life, I mean, for War Dogs, what's his face, the um, heavyset guy, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. He um, the guy he's playing in War Dogs didn't want Jonah Hill cast as him because he's not really fat. Mm. And then later told him that he doesn't want to be associated with the movie. So, I mean, you can change things. (laughs) That's true. I don't think uh, P.T. Barnum's going to mind. Yeah, he's not really round. (laughs) You can change things. Yeah, I don't know. It it felt very uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Like, when you hit the surface... You got more surface. <laughs> right. Keep digging, there's just more surface. <laughs> Anything? Nope. Just surface. No, nope, nothing there. I just surface. Even though there was so much potential for layers mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, there were bits of it. Like I felt like every now and then you'd see like a mine through a wall It'd be like, Oh look, you can hit there. There's a vein, there's some juicy nope, just surface. <laughs> <laughs> like no, now service. we're gonna go back to nope, Hugh Jackman just... staring and crying right. at things. No, nope, that was in a vein, that was just some shadow. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> no, oh wait, no, the weird weird people they're getting along together. Oh but he's just gonna take care of they're being taken care of. Okay. So we're just gonna go with him and oh, t- surface. We're, okay. We're sorry. See, uh the wife? She mad? mad? No? No. She okay? No? Oh, no, like, he's maybe, coming home? Like, maybe if you made him darker, like maybe he did cheat on his wife. I know, that's another thing, is that he kind of because stayed the, on the tour with that woman, mm-hmm. and then we don't really see why he flips. Well, I think that what they were trying to do was sh- he didn't see her romantically; he saw the money he was going to make off of her. And but that's not the character Hugh Jackman was playing. He was playing the in love with the glitz and the and, glam, and the and and glitz and the glam, and the talent. Yeah, the actual because I, what I was reading from it because because they had made such a. Uh, An impact as as he was a child with, like, how much he loved the fantastical and the the actual talent of it. I mean, you could see him building towards it when he was older and trying to get the circus together. Mm -hmm. That he kind of envied the... The talent part of what he was faking in the circus. Like how people were saying, oh, yo, you're a fraud. You're not real. He kind of did envy what they were saying he didn't have. You mean the authenticity? Yeah. But even then, it was for entertainment. So, but the fact that this girl's 100% authentic, mm-hmm. that's what I thought he was drawn to in her. Mm hmm. As an artist. And then they don't show him learning from that at all. Nope, they don't. <laughs> and and they don't really make it romantic either. Like, nope. he wasn't really interested in her romantically either. No, nope. it, it's very middle... It's like it doesn't. Nah, it take what you want from it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. oh, we could have said this, we could have said this, but yeah, we're just, just gonna can't. stay right in the middle and not he really just make, didn't make, make up it. his mind. And well, now he's bored. Right, let's just keep it right here in the middle where it's nice and safe. Yeah, <laughs> right here in like, the middle, nice and safe. <laughs> yeah, do you know what's funny? That this movie played it safe. It played it super safe. It, yeah, and it, and ended up not telling a story. Nope. Because it didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't. That sucks. Well, if you had to score it out of 10, what would you give it? Five. Five out of 10? Yeah. And most of those five are Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron. (sighs) Zac Efron just for being on the screen. Yeah. Um, Oh, but he he freaked me out, though. (laughs) Oh, you mean because of his Efroniness? Yeah, because... I became a fan of Zac Zac Efron post. And despite High School Musical. Like after all that stuff had happened and I knew who he was I gave him a shot and he got me. You know? So I'm not used to seeing him sing and dance and be that Zac Efron. So it was very jarring (laughs) to see Zac Efron sing and dance. Yeah. Like a High School Musical person would sing and dance. Yeah. Like it was just like, I didn't like it. But that just means that it's probably because I wouldn't have liked a high school musical either. And that's what he is. Yeah. This made me really sad. Yeah. Because I like Zac Efron. I do too. Did not like him in this. I thought he was going to be good because I know he can sing. I liked him in it, but I understand what you're saying. I was still more entertained by Hugh Jackman's dancing and singing. Uh-huh. And even by the redhead and her... Her, um, her little solo whole solo thing that was her solo s- bugged me a little bit though i she completely... kept, be like, doing shoulder shit and like well, you get... could tell she was lip singing well yeah but like i but, yeah she needs to take lessons from emmy rossum cuz she can lip sing the reason why i liked it though was for one because musically it was beautiful yeah no it was it was a really nice scene and it was a really nice build too like it had a lot of dramatic Tension mm-hmm. building. I'm not quite sure what it was building to. No, it, but it just kind of built up, and then it didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I, I think it was just trying to call attention to the moment. Yeah. Of um, even though you like it, kind of um, it was talking to itself in a conversation of, see this. You guys are on stage. You're performing. This is what you are as it's the circus, and then she is also a performer, and you guys can feel that you are not just circus you are performers you are as much a performer as she is on stage because that's how i felt when they were looking at her like yeah that's us like we're performers that's a performer and that's what i am and that it kind of like helped them with the acceptance and and like because they were treated like freaks their whole lives like that's i think that's the moment that they were trying to go for and have that parallel with how pt barnum saw them as acts with the way he was looking at her i think that one song was given so much attention because it said so much about the movie But then it went nowhere with it Yeah It went absolutely nowhere with it Like that's what it feels like This movie has bits of it sprinkled in Like little scenes that work But it doesn't work together as a whole Because the movie doesn't say anything Yeah because it doesn't It do, There isn't a message really mm. Other than you know Don't be mean to freaks And if you're Hugh Jackman You can get away with pretty much anything Yeah Because you're Hugh Jackman <laughs> Yeah and uh, Zac Efron's going to get all bloody. <laughs> poor Zac Efron. Oh, God, those scenes made me so nervous. Because we couldn't tell what time period it was. And they were trying to deal with like, the whole, uh, not just um, freak outcasts, uh, but racial outcasts as well. And, and Zach Efron came from wealth and he couldn't even be around poor people. Yeah, with like, someone who wasn't in his class, and he was like, if people knew that I was even talking to you, to P.T. Barnum, to Hugh Jackman's character, and they were like, shit, he's going to fall for Zendaya, and is black. Yeah, like, it's at least 100 years before you get, like, racism where you don't die. Yeah. Like, like it's And not women worth... were still only living to childbirth. Yeah, like, living at childbirth. Lucky if they popped out two or three of them before that last one kills them. Like that's another thing then they were acting like it was modern because she was like macking on him in that hospital and the doctor was gonna go over and tell him some news and he saw them he's like oh, oh okay and he sick <laughs> so they with his clipboard and he let them make out and i'm like are you well kidding me? did you notice though that the whole hospital was staring at them though no i was too busy paying attention to that doctor just being like okay the i'm enti- just gonna the, stop then the entire hospital is staring at them no. that's yeah <sighs> It's not worth dying over. I don't think it's worth dying over Dick. It's like she needs to she needs to go to her brother and be like <laughs> "Bro, protect me." Bro, protect me. Like "Protect me because uh, he's a white boy. If I get pregnant with his kid I'm gonna die. Like I'm like I will die. <laughs> he can he can his family can whisk him away and send him to rehab or do whatever they do to white people that they're ashamed of. <laughs> send him to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> whatever they do. Back back in the day a hundred years ago, he's gonna go to rehab. Well, you know what what high society does to clean their dirty laundry. Don't they go to summer houses? Probably they, they retire. He'll, in some just set, he'll just retire to the, the to the summer house, the summer house, and yeah. well, then we'll see him later after he gets his vapors back or whatever. Yeah, little, oh, he he had temporary insanity. The doctor said it was a once in a lifetime <laughs> diagnosis, <laughs> but he's back now. Uh, he just had a slight case of hysteria. You'd think he was a woman. And then for the, yeah, then for the rest of of his life, they're gonna be. Do you know that he likes poor people? He associated with the circus at one point. That's ghastly Like (laughs) just stupid shit like that. Just gonna get up and run away to the circus. Yeah, he he's not gonna die. She will die. Yeah. People will find her and beat her in the street. It is not worth the day. Not (laughs) only not only that. But remember alias Grace. A regular white girl getting pregnant by an aristocrat would kill you. Yeah. Being a girl, she just, just, needs, to, yeah, she to just keep, she needs to stay in the circus and be fine in the circus. Yeah, she, she just needs to stay and hide and pray that the men can't find her and <laughs> she'll be all okay. Yeah, just stay with your brother. Just stay next to your brother. And just just live out your life with the elephants. <laughs> right. Have the elephant protect you. Yeah, the elephant will protect everyone you. Everyone else sucks. Yeah. And that was in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think i just died <coughs> oh that hurt uh, and this is what happened in canada <laughs> oh it did i know it is the same time <laughs> Ooh. And oh, and that's another thing. If you compare something like Alias Grace, that got the time period so, so right, yeah. it felt so authentic. Yeah, and to something like this, where for some reason Zendaya has a giant pink wig that's just trendy right now, right? Super trendy ash pink wig. Like yeah, come on. As, right? She's is she a unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> like she is she like a mermaid for life? Yeah, sort of. It, like. it was just uh, yeah so. So, I mean, if you like musicals, I guess, it's worth it for the music. Oh, yeah, because just to watch Hugh Jackman sing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely worth worth watching, but it's not worth, like, owning, owning or pay. like or spending if, any amount of money. Yeah, I'd say if you're bored one day while you're cleaning the house and it comes on cable, you can turn it on. <laughs> like, you just leave it on that channel. That's fine. But anything more than that, and it's just... I really wish they had gone more into the freaks. Yeah, because honestly, that was, so interesting. that was the interesting part. I would have rather have gotten individual backstories for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like we just saw, how was that bearded lady living in that in that laundromat? Right, where everyone was laughing at her, and but then she's singing, and her voice is beautiful. It's Just how come we couldn't get more? On her, How come we just couldn't get more on the tattoo dude? I mean, that's super cool. I bet people today would want to know who a tattoo dude. Yeah. But like, what was his motivation back in the day before it was yeah. trendy? And then they had, like, what, the little person. Who's half CGI some of the time. I, I don't c- know if he was CGI, if they tried to hobbit him or. Yeah, like make him make- smaller. Like, I have no idea what they were trying to do with this, this guy. But the only thing we knew about him was that he had a mouth on him. Yeah. That was it. That's all he got. And that was his character. I, and even then, I feel like n- nothing he said was of any real consequence. Yeah, like, I think that the, the movie focused too much on the P.T. Barnum backstory, where if we would have just learned about the circus crew, he could have just been another person in it, you know? Yeah. Because instead they, his, cause his story would have informed theirs. Yeah. Whereas they put way too much attention into it for things that could have easily just been inferred. Yeah. But you know, it was Hugh Jackman, and if you're going to have Hugh Jackman in a movie, why wouldn't you write him more scenes? True. And then pretty much everything of emotional weight that happened happened in montage. Yeah. That's true. Getting to know the daughter in the beginning for the wife that was in montage, them first living together was a montage them not seeing their the kids not seeing their father because he went on tour was a montage them getting successful was a montage well them introducing all the characters montage Montage. them becoming successful montage them not becoming successful montage montage Maybe there's just too many montages. Yeah, it's hard to say stuff if you, everything is in montage. <laughs> you need a montage. Montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Montage. Always fade out in, in a, a montage. montage. Always seems like more time has passed in a Montage. 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 <laughs> Anything Okay we're good. <laughs> That one was good They should have asked Matt and Trey to write this movie mm, Yeah They would have had one montage mm. Oh yeah And I was just thinking about the kids hmm. Like They were really cute I liked his kids, his yeah. two daughters. But remember at the end, I was gonna ask you why why <laughs> oh. did the younger daughter not have an arc of her no, okay, own? Okay, because no, one daughter her he he asks her or like in the beginning he, he has like this wishing thing and he asks them for wishes. Because he is so smooth, he forgot his own daughter's birthday. He pulled out a something gift, like- really off the cuff fly and turns out it's just a candle with like Light. shiny stuff on it. Yeah. And one daughter wishes for something like world peace or some weird. No, she said she wants to marry Santa. Oh, that's right. Some weird-ass shit (laughs) like that. That's weird. Yeah. She's got granddaddy issues. (laughs) She really does. And the other one just asks for ballerina shoes. Yeah. Right. And then they look at each other all pensive and knowing. Like, like, oh, we can't afford ballerina (gasps) shoes, let alone the lessons. I know. It's, oh, God, uh, one of our daughters really wants something. And we can't provide it. (laughs) yeah so, um, after the montage of success, they moved to the house that he always wanted as children. in the other previous montage, yeah, that we saw in the previous montage. Um, and then the daughter finally gets ballet lessons so throughout the movie you can tell how close he is with his family by whether or not he makes it to her recitals so <laughs> and whether or not the chair is empty yeah, whether that or not... they focus on in the picture mm-hmm. There's it's Mom... like the most basic thing to do be like oh man the dinner seat is empty oh no it's like oh I'm so proud of my daughter if it wasn't uh, for that empty, empty seat, seat. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the empty and seat they, and she even looks at it too like, like, oh. like she didn't know that seat was empty <laughs> when she got there uh-huh. why is she just realizing oh man that looks bad oh, that's that's it looks empty. Sad. it's empty like how it was last week and the week before and how it was when we got here and for some reason now i'm making a big deal right so at the end to show that he's choosing family over circus he rides in on a fucking elephant and the the wife and his two kids are outside and they're like oh look at him so eclectic on an elephant yeah and then we're like elephants like the desert yeah, elephants are from this Africa. It's snowing. Someone Gave needs him to a walk blanket. the elephant back to the circus. Because <laughs> yeah, it's cold as fuck. I felt yeah, so bad yeah. for that elephant. Uh, they're going to make him ballet, <laughs> Right. Ballet the elephant. Like, oh, my God. So they go in, and it's just the two of them now in the seats. Yeah. like And uh, the chick's ballet thing is going, and she's fluttering, and she's kicking. And Jackson turns to me, and she goes where's the other daughter? <laughs> like, like, why doesn't she get her own story arc? Because no right, one gives a shit about what she wants. Right at that moment, I pointed at the TV and said, she's in the tree. <laughs> and in the back set, like the back set of the ballerina like all the other girls are ballerinas there's one empty tree and the, the other daughter's face is just through just it through it and she's holding little branches and waving them because she's a tree and then we were immediately just like oh man that's why she didn't get an arc because she's a tree she's a tree that's not the ballerina that's the tree she gets to be the tree in the back <laughs> that's what she but is the tree that moves for some reason that she can't branches. even do that right uh, I know She's supposed to be still as a tree. She's still fucking moving. Still, she's f- still fucking it up. Fucking I know. Up the tree. <laughs> that was that was probably the best moment. I mean, well, what? Why doesn't the other daughter get an arc like the Swin did? You know, she she's the tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, hers is much more like factual and um, life affirming. <laughs> arc i honestly she's a tree i honestly wouldn't know which kid i'd love more the shooting star or the tree <laughs> honestly the tree wants to fuck santa so <laughs> they've got one oddball <laughs> oh man yeah, that was great uh. okay jackson what do you like you um <laughs> i swear i liked something earlier oh i remember now oh i likey my new sun visor for my car yeah because it's a picture of rick from rick and morty in his spaceship, he's driving Sally. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing, and it fits perfect. Doesn't fall like my old one, which pissed me off all the time. So now I get to have the coolest looking car because Rick's driving it. <laughs> it does. It looks like the inside of uh, Rick's spaceship. Spaceship. Yeah. Keep summer safe. Not keep summer totally like <laughs> chill with the vibes and stuff. <laughs> That's what you sound like. <laughs> That's you. That's what you sound like. <laughs> no more melting babies. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh, I would say that Mindy Lucky like is gonna piggyback off yours because that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna say, but I was gonna say all the Rick and Morty swag that we got. Yeah. Because uh, basically went on a shopping spree to Spencer's and Hot Topic. Got a bunch of Rick and Morty shit. Yep. It's the best. Got hats, tank tops, suckies. Yep, keychain shit. Yep, it was awesome. Got a bunch of Rick and Morty swag. Hats? Did I say hats? Cause yep. I love my hat. It's the best. It is the best, and I got the best keychain. The past the butter um, guy. Yeah, cause the oh keychains God. uh were from Hot Topic, and, and they, were they were the it, random ones. Yeah, the bags where you, bags you don't, where know, you don't what know what, what it it you're is. getting. Yeah, yeah, but you could get one of the eight. So I reached in and I pulled out two that felt like they wanted to go home with us. And, like, the Pass the Butter guy is your favorite guy. Yeah, that is my favorite guy. And what's also funny is that you got Purge Morty. Yeah. Which is the first episode I saw. Yeah, it's crazy. So, that's cool. And then I got to say, what is my purpose? You pass butter. Oh, my God. Yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Oh, Rick and Morty's the best. <laughs> yeah, I've been um, watching a bunch of the uh, YouTube remixes Like the song remixes. Because I wanted to, or because I was on my phone looking for um, ringtones. Because I wanted to change yours. Because right now it's Carry On My Wayward Son. Yeah, because it's Supernatural. But you haven't even caught up with Supernatural, so I'm changing it. Uh, (laughs) I was going to do it to um, the Rick and Morty, to Goodbye Moon Men. But I was trying to find one that had the right part of the song that I wanted. And then I just found a bunch of Rick and Morty, like, songified songs. Where they would take like take the voices and they would auto tune them and create music from the show and it was just I got went into a YouTube spiral of just watching all these different channels and all these different songs. It was great. (laughs) I had so much fun. Awesome. Yeah. You you liked one of them, what you liked the Wubba Lubba dub dub one. Also I like the the one that you did with Swifty. That one was funny. Yeah. Shit on the floor. We already spent two episodes dashing. <laughs> yeah, I can't keep going. Uh, thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squid's podcast. I'm Squid. And I'm Jackson. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 This is me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Fwigs, that's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye!